Welcome to We Go There. I'm Lexi. And I'm Nikki. And our favorite conversations are when someone starts by saying, this might be TMI, but... But hey, we go there. Because there's no such thing as having too much information when it comes to your health and wellness. We dive deep into topics, interview experts, and get answers you need. Because knowledge is power. And feeling empowered is what we're all about. So let's go there. Welcome to We Go There. I'm so excited to welcome Crystal DeGroote today to our podcast. She's an author of Your Super Life and founder of Your Super Nutritional Coach. We're so excited. We're going to dive into so many great topics today. Nikki is, you know, we like to promote real life on here. (laughs) We're all about the realness and Nikki is stuck in traffic. (laughs) So you can plan for a lot, but you can't plan for Toronto traffic. That's one thing. Um, And she'll be joining us shortly. So we're going to get started here because we have lots to talk about and we don't want to take too much of your time, Crystal. Crystal, just a quick background, is um, an amazing powerhouse female entrepreneur. She built the business Your Super. It's one of the biggest superfood brands in the US. She was Forbes 30 Under 30 and Inc. Magazine. Wow, amazing. And um, she transformed your super from a zero to hero business with a whopping 200 million in revenue and a successful exit, which is as an entrepreneur, like, well done, well done. And today we're here to talk about your newest published book, Your Super Life. And I can't wait to dive into this. And you also have a top ranking podcast, Your Super Life podcast. So welcome, Crystal, to We Go There. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know what we're going to be talking about a little bit, even though we're going to go with the flow. And I'm I'm just excited for the conversation. Yeah, we always go with the flow. We always get fancy I know. on these little like questions. <laughs> and then we definitely don't hit them all. So <laughs> let's just... Yeah, I think the best place to start is really... You have such an amazing story. And you also, I know, have a personal health story that goes with like you and your your reason and your purpose for what you've achieved so far in your career and now in your book. So can you share that? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's all, I mean, it's all started, uh, I mean, really actually in my teenage years. So I'll I'll do the story a little bit in two pieces. So I personally grew up with eczema. Um, So I learned from a really young age, actually, that I either, you know, would get a rash or I wouldn't get a rash. So the connection between food and like my body, I was like, oh, they are connected, right? So that was such a, you know, powerful experience. Um, so I was always trying to figure that out. It was, I, I was always full of rash, um, even during college and everything. And then um, when I was 22, and now my husband, then my boyfriend, Michael, he was 24, he was diagnosed with cancer. And that was kind of just like, you know, you're young, you're wild and free, just living your life or traveling, all the things. And that was just kind of just like a moment where like, okay, what's going on? And, um, you know, he went through surgery. He, you know, he went for chemo and... It's interesting because then after that, right, you're cancer free, but you're, it was not necessarily healthy. And that's kind of where, you know, because I was already a little bit this health nut. So I, that's kind of where I stepped in and, um, I said, okay, we're going to have this cabinet with super boots. And it's like, 
um, I had this empty jar and there were all the, you know, I threw all the greens in there. It's like, whatever you do, just take these superfoods every single day. Um, I put him on a detox and that's really where I started helping him. Um, during his chemo, I watched the movie first over in house and I kind of just turned plant-based the next day. Um, and that has been a huge piece of my journey as well. So it took me two years of plant-based eating and really clean, right? Whole food plant-based eating, um, to heal myself. Right. And to actually like, if you, you know, people see me now, they would never know I had eczema to the extent I had it. Um, but really removed all that inflammation actually for my body with, you know, with diet and everything. And, um, in, you know, in our journey, it has, what we realized, right. Like there were so many more Michaels in the world. There's so many more people who want to improve their health. Right. Um, but don't necessarily know where to start. Um, I think one stat I always love to call out is that nine out of 10 people don't eat enough fruit and vegetables, which is crazy. And we're talking about the minimum required amount, right? So it's just like, it's, we're not even talking because it's interesting. The more fruit and veggies you eat, you know, the more it actually benefits your health. There's not really a limit to it actually. Um, So it's something that, you know, like, even if you don't want to go plant-based right away, I think for everyone listening, it's like, can we, you know, just start adding more fruit and veggies to our daily lives? Can we just eat more of those whole foods and incorporate them into our meals? Um, Superfoods are one way of doing that, right? With, you know, one little spoon, right? I always tell them, it's like, if you have one spoon of berry powder, it's a handful of berries. So it's a very easy way of adding more. Um, But also just in your, you know, in your breakfast and in your lunch, like, can you just add more fresh stuff? Absolutely, for sure. And so how did this then, like, so you just started incorporating this into your life and your, at the time, boyfriend, and how did this then contribute to his journey? Yeah. So for him, um, you know, he was German, very skeptical. Um, so I was like, what is this? <laughs> why Why are you giving me all this stuff? What this weird name, sweetgrass, macas, perlina. Um, but he started to feel better, right? And sometimes it's just like, give something a chance, be open, try something different. And he just started to feel better and better. And then he started to actually research and he was like, oh, like all these ingredients are actually nothing new, right? Because you often hear it's like superfoods are such a hype and this and this. But if you look in Ayurveda, if you look in Eastern medicine, if you look, you know, in South America, all these ingredients have been used for sometimes thousands of years already, right? So it's really just a it's there, right? Like nature and the plants that are out there can be so powerful. And, you know, we, you know, instead of sometimes going to more Western medicine, we can also actually look at like, what, what does nature has to offer? Like, what are the things that actually can help us in our life right now? I completely agree. I had um, in university, actually, rheumatoid arthritis, and suddenly it just, my knees started to flare up to the point where it was really hard walking. And it obviously being in university, like it was just a terrible time for that to happen to anyone, but you know, just in my life, like it was really hard mentally to overcome that as well. Um, and I reacted so negatively to all the inflammatory drugs that I was given and they tore my stomach lining. I ended up losing, you know, I was down to like 84 pounds. Like it was so bad. Um, And I started to do so much research similarly, like on how can I naturally bring like, like reduce inflammation in my body. And I started to do the things and I ate so clean and I was really regimented. And I, I honestly, I haven't had a flare up for 
oh my gosh, like years and years and years, like 12 years, 15 years, no, probably longer, almost, yeah, 15 years probably um, as a result of the work that I did then. So I am like a complete believer in just the ability for us to be able to heal ourselves through eating and intuitive eating and things like that. So that's amazing. This episode of the We Go There podcast is brought to you by The Bell Method, a fitness company that blends Pilates with pelvic health, creating choreography from science. You might feel overwhelmed at all the abs after baby programs promising to make you bounce back after birth, or maybe you're feeling unsure of how to exercise in pregnancy and prepare your body for delivery. It can be tough to navigate what information is credible and evidence-based. Women deserve better. I created all of our programs with the guidance of pelvic health physiotherapists, and we continue to evolve our programming to stay current with the latest research. At The Bell Method, we ditch guilt and bring balance to our bodies with programs designed to fit your life stage. We'll help you reduce incontinence, diastasis recti, and prolapse so you feel strong, confident, and empowered throughout pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. I invite you to enjoy 10% off your first class session with the code WEGOTHERE10. Visit www.thebellmethod.com for more. Okay, so how did this passion and you deep diving into all of these really like healing modalities and um, passion for superfoods and way of lifestyle and being then move into you building a business and not only a business, like a $200 million business around this? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, we started actually very simple. We had a little certified organic room in uh, Amsterdam and we were mixing all the powders by ourselves. I was very young. I was 23. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I had a lot of fun with it. And, you know, just like step by step, I've done everything right in the, in the beginning, right. From sending the packages to, um, figuring out marketing and we, you know, we used to send to influencers. So it's just like, this was a very like, you know, like it always looks in the end of like this big story, but I think it was a very slow build. It has been over nine years and, um, we, you know, we just step-by-step step try to figure it out. And our intention was not to build like this gigantic business. I think that that kind of comes with step-by-step step, where you, you reach a milestone and you're like, oh, like we figured this out. Like, can we like figure out the next step? And uh, it has been a roller coaster. Um, but our focus, I think, always just has been like the mission, right? We want to wanted to help people. Um, and we obviously we we had some PC money in the background too. And we always just like, even when we made that decision of like, Hey, do we want to get investments in yes or no? It's like, we had just the goal to reach as many people as possible with this particular business. Right. And I think there's no right or wrong. I think every business like is different, right? Sometimes you want to go, actually was talking about us with someone today. Like sometimes you want to go more in depth, right? With a smaller customer base and just go super deep. And we're like, Hey, we want to go broad. We want to reach as many people as possible. And, and, you know, really help them with that first step on their journey of superfoods. But then we also, because it was mostly an online business, we always love providing the content and giving them the recipes and going live and connecting with them. Um, and that's also where the book came from, right? We wrote the book, Now You're Super Life, because we always got the question of like, so superfoods are great, but like, what are you guys actually eating? Right? Like, what are you having for breakfast? What are you having for lunch? What are you making for dinner? Like, and, and that's really what the book is. It's like, it's recipes, but it's also like your super way of eating and and really just go deeper in, you know, the lifestyle and, and how you can start making small changes to, to feel better. I love that. I love your intention behind it being so pure and 
you know, with the intention of I wasn't out to like, just make all of this money. It was, I just want to reach more people because you saw what it did for you and your husband, right? Yeah, there was no business plan. That's most people <laughs> ask me that. like, did you have a, I'm like, no, I didn't, definitely didn't have a business plan. <laughs> um, no, and I think there's this beauty, right? Of also going with the flow. And I think there's, I mean, there's so many lessons obviously along the way, but I think also in business, there is this tendency to, you know, like, oh, there's this one correct way and like very like right brain, right? Like and kind of hardcore and rigid. And I I think there is this beauty also, and especially for us females, right? To learn to really trust our intuition and use that also and allow yourself to use that in business as well, right? Whether that comes to hires or certain decisions you need to make. Um, I know in the past that I like, I had this feeling, like this gut feeling, but I was like, you know, justifying it in my head the other way. And I should have just listened to my gut feeling in your first instinct because it's so often right, right? So I think there's just a, a beauty in that and and really even in business, allowing yourself to actually work that way as well. It's like when you let go is actually the best thing you can kind of do, like in following your gut and leaning into your intuition. Anytime I've ever gone against my gut, it's always... Yeah. Never, it's never, it never worked out. Never worked out. (laughs) Never, never. Like, just don't use your head. That's all. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's so true. Business 101. Don't use your head and no business plan. (laughs) (laughs) That's so, so with, I I imagine like the superfoods can be intimidating to people, I feel. Uh, And what is, and I'm sure this is, you know, again, why you've written the book on it, but if people can incorporate, like, what's the main thing that you say to incorporate into your diet? If you could do like one type of superfood or, or one yeah. thing to enter you into just a healthier lifestyle, what is it? Cause yeah, it's, Nikki, a, it's a great question. Crystal gave a great stat, which is nine out of 10 people do not have even the like low, even the regular, the, Minimum. what is it? regular minimum minimum, of, yeah. of, minimum amount of fruit and veggies every single day yeah oh my god my kids eat beige it's terrible i'm constantly like eat the rainbow kiddos and they, all they want is like pasta rice yeah. like what else cereal oh yeah <laughs> yogurt i'm like guys have a you know the cucumbers and like and smoothies thankfully they're into smoothies but it's it's not smoothies smoothies are great right yeah. i think even just that i think there's um I sometimes even tell parents that they're like, yeah, they don't want to have a green smoothie. I'm like, just make a chocolate smoothie and hide the greens in there, right? Like do what you need to do. Like just go with it. Um, Yeah, but I think, so if I really think of, obviously everyone's different, right? So on one, like the base, and my first answer would be go for the greens. Because I think in general, we all don't eat enough greens, right? We all should eat more, you know, just salads and just a lot of greens. Greens are so, so vital for everyone's health. And I know I don't, right? I'm running around and like, I don't make a huge salad for lunch every day and eating that. So I think greens is one. Um, but if you then think about, you know, like superfoods, maybe I, what I always recommend is like kind of sit with yourself and say, what are your health goals? Like, what are the things you want to work on? Um, and then based on that answer, start looking at, okay, what are the superfoods that can actually help me with that? Right. Is it more, is it inflammation? Is it, hey, it's more skin health? Is it your hormone health? Is it your gut health? Like start to understand, like, and you don't have to work on everything at the same time, right? Pick maybe one or two and and then just use it for, it's what I think is more important is use it for a longer time. If you want to use nature to really improve your health, it's not going to be this magic pill that you take one time and the next day suddenly everything is great. 
right? They're amazing. Hormone health, for example, right? Shatavari, maca. There are just amazing, powerful herbs out there, but you have to use them for at least two to four weeks to start feeling a difference and see if mm-hmm. they work for you. Um, so yeah, I think that's, and then that's the same if you, you know, if you go the natural route and really want to improve your health, like be patient, right? How many years did it take you to get to that mm-hmm. point where you don't feel good? You're going to need some patience and grace to get to the other side out of it again. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. I think it was so many of us are just like, I started taking, you know, my fermented tempeh and I thought I would have instantly better digestion the next day, right? Or whatever. I don't yeah. know. That's just an example. Yeah. Um, the gut health is a big one personally. So I'm always like, I'm always hearing I need to have more fermented foods and the prebiotics and the probiotics and all that stuff. Yeah. No, it's so true. And I think that's even, I hear that from people like, I started eating plant-based and like, I was so gassy, like this was totally not for me. Mm. And I'm like, so you went from basically not eating any vegetables to suddenly eating like all the vegetables. It's like, don't you think your body needs a little time to adjust to all the fiber you're suddenly putting in there? Like it's gonna, you know, it's gonna resolve itself and it's gonna go away, but like you need to give your body some time for, you know, Mm. if you start to change things up to also figure out, okay, hey, what's happening here? That's interesting that you say that because I remember I have had um, hosted quite a few retreats and often on the retreat, it's like three days and that's beautiful, often, you know, plant-based meals. And often I hear from women, they're like, I'm so bloated. This is like, like, they're just like, you know, they're like, it was amazing food. It tasted good. I know I'm feeling so healthy, but like, why am I so bloated? And that's why, right? It's like, if you're, if you're, body is not used to like kind of deal with that amount of fiber like it's gonna need a couple of weeks to adjust Mm. and drink more water i think that's another piece too right i think like if you're really eating more fiber you also just need to make sure maybe they just don't drink enough water i think that's Mm. some one thing that can definitely help as well which some always water is always just staying hydrated sounds so simple but i think we all need reminders of it Mm. um because it's such a key piece of health actually Absolutely. For sure. Lexi here. Okay. So let's shift to another under the radar, not so hot topic for a minute. Body hair. Everyone's got it, but a lot of us want to live smoother. Am I right? 10 years ago, I started Wax On Laser and Wax Bar. Wax On isn't just any waxing and laser hair removal bar. We are the industry leader creating a safe space that inspires people to live confidently in their own skin. Over the years, we've developed trust. Trust that you know you're getting the best quality and comfortable experience every single time. Whatever you come to Wax On for, it's going to be awesome. We've created our own exclusive gold wax formula that's like no other. It's as pain-free and long-lasting as it gets, perfect for all your waxing needs. At Wax On, we've invested in top-of-the-line laser technology that's effective on virtually any hair and skin tone for effective results on every body. Seriously. And we carry a carefully curated collection of products. Some we make ourselves, locally I might add, and some are from brands we've fallen in love with that adhere to our values and standards of clean, good for you, and female founded. If you haven't experienced Wax On, I invite you to enjoy 20% off your first service with code WEGOTHERE. Visit waxon.ca or download the mobile app to book in with code WEGOTHERE because there is such a thing as a better hair removal experience to help you live smoother. So when did you, when did you sell your business? Because you have a nine month old. Yeah, uh, that was last year. 
Um, so it was actually kind of all at the same time as the birth. So it was more my, more my aspect to it. <laughs> Funny though, right? How like the universe is kind of decides like it's time to let go. Yeah. Um, I think no, it was more. It was more my husband really throughout that whole process. I I was already during pregnancy. I knew I didn't want to like in labor still be on calls and like I was like this is not for me. Like I really want to take space. Um, so I also stopped working at 36 weeks. I was early though. So I was like, only had actually like, but I already started to slow down. So it was fine. But like, I only had like two weeks properly off. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, like it was a, it was a journey. And I think sometimes you just can't, cannot really plan those things and, uh, pregnancy or, you know, what's happening in, in life. And, um, very grateful that I, that I had a support system there. And you let go of your first baby and then had Leo, your baby. Yeah. yeah. Now your next baby is your book. Yeah. The book came out this year. Um, and that feels like a really beautiful kind of next, next step. And I think also we're, uh, we started a website, crystalmichael.com, just to also like stay connected. Obviously we're still involved with your super. We love the business. It's, it is, will always be our baby. Um, but also with Crystal Michael, like what are other ways how we, you know, can help people, you know, beyond the superfoods and, and even more with, you know, lifestyle changes. And, um, I don't know exactly yet what it all, we have some ideas and some things will come probably this year, but it's like, it's a slower build and we just like, you know, we enjoying the process. I think like first business, we always were sprinting and rushing everything bigger, faster and everything. Um, where now it's a little more like, okay, let's, you know, let's enjoy it. That's amazing. That's so nice to be in that space. And so tell us a bit about a bit more about your book. And yeah, mentioned like breaking down foods and recipes, but just dive a little deeper there for everyone. Yeah, so it's called your super life. And uh, basically, it has 100 plus recipes. Um, It has single superfoods in there as well. So it's, they're all optional, right? So if you want, basically in the book, you can learn also how to cook with superfoods. I think a lot of people always think it needs to be in a smoothie right away, but there are so many other things you can do, right? Also in savory foods, dressings, all the things. So that's something we really like explain in the book as well. Um, But then also 80 pages with like meal plans, um, do your super way of eating kind of those pillars of healthy, easy, and delicious. Like for, for example, this one, one of my first tips always is, you know, when you have a food product, um, turn, and if you turn it around, right. A lot of people always look at the tables, like how many calories, how many this, how many this. And I'm just, my tip is just like, read the ingredient list. Like, what is it that you're actually eating? What is it that you're putting into your body? Um, it sounds very simple, right? But even that one small change, like to create an awareness, what you're actually putting into your body, which is what really matters, um, is so important. Um, so I think those are things we talk about. We, um, yeah, we, you know, kitchen staples. So it it kind of just takes you on the journey of like step-by-step making, making changes and, uh, really easy recipes, nothing fancy. Thank you. They, they look, look delicious, really, but oh they're God. they're very simple. Yeah, <laughs> need simple. I'm 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 simple. Like I need like a simple recipe type gal. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're all busy, right? And I think I mean obviously it's amazing sometimes to make the very beautiful, complicated things. But I, this is really more your everyday, like quick stir fries, 
Um, and just like little hacks on how to make just delicious food with like not too many ingredients and things you probably already have at home. And um, it's uh, yeah, we're we're excited about it. And we obviously we launched in April, so we got like the first feedback. So people are, seem to be excited about it. So it's 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 so fun to to see people use the book. Awesome. Congratulations. That's so great. And okay. Yeah. So Nikki sent me your Ted talk. Yeah. Moon yeah. days. We're going to yeah, talk about that. Moon days. Yeah. Um, it's something we started in, uh, your super, um, I want to say like three years ago or something now. And, uh, it started actually. So I basically was sitting in, um, I mean, I always had my period at the worst times. I don't know how it was possible, but always had important meetings. And I was just like, I don't, I just don't know why, why this is always happening. And I remember vividly, I was sitting in this board meeting. I was just asking myself, why is it that I cannot just share how I'm feeling right now? Because I had all these cramps and I felt so bad. And I was like, why is it not normal? Like, it's fine that I have to be here, right? I can suck it up and be here. That's fine. But I, I know I was more quiet. I know I was probably like not as, you know, as outgoing and just like really there as I normally would be. And I was like, it would just be so nice to be able to just share, right? Of like what I was actually feeling and going through. So there's just an understanding. And it just like kind of made me realize where it's like, yeah, you just don't really do that at work, right? Like we women kind of just entered this workplace that the men designed and we all go there, pretend we're always fine and always great. And we're very good at it. And, um, and then basically what we designed is like, we call it a moon day that every female identifying employee has one day a month where she does what she can. That can mean taking a day off. That can mean not going to any meetings. Um, some women don't use it at all, right? They're like, I'm fine. I don't need it. Um, but just giving the space, right? So if you need it, to just take that break and then just to show up fully the next day again. Um, and I think it's, you know, like some people are like, oh, why is it not just a sick day? I'm like, it's, you're not sick. You're just having your period, right? And and what we've seen is just the women who really need it, right? They are so grateful it's there. And the women who don't need it, they just don't use it, right? Because there was a right away, like, but you're giving them 12 extra holidays. This is crazy. And they're going to misuse it. I'm like, no, right? That doesn't mm-hmm. happen. If they're women are there at work, they want to do a good job. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, and I think there's a beauty in this, right? Where it's not about like, we, for a long time, I think we've been trying to kind of be equal to men. And I, I think it's, we're now at the next phase where it's like we're we're all valued right this we should be valued the same um but we're not the same right we are different and we should be celebrating our differences and i think we shouldn't be trying to be the same because we have sometimes different qualities than men again and it's 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 just something really interesting and uh having gone now through pregnancy right like it's not the same. Like we can all say we are pregnant, but it is different. Like I very much right for with my co-founder Michael and my husband, for the longest time we were very equal in that way we were running the business. But me becoming pregnant, giving birth, breastfeeding, you realize of like there's a clear difference here. And that's totally fine. Right. But let's not pretend like it's not there because it's there. Absolutely. Completely agree. And um and the moon days is such a great way of bringing in a topic that is such like this hush hush thing and it's so 
It's always so bizarre that it is because it happens to every single woman every month. The shame like, around it. Yeah. The shame crazy. around it. I always like to just tell people, it's like, if there wouldn't be periods, we all wouldn't be here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That was your like. How was that talk received? I don't know. I, I watched the recording of the TED talk, yeah. um, and and it was like it, it cut off before I could hear the applause. So like, was it awkward? Like, what was it like delivering um, that? Talk? I mean, so it was during COVID time, so it was not like the full okay. audience. Unfortunately, there were. I mean, there were still like let's say 30, 50 people or something like spread out. Um, but I think for. I mean, the people that were there, they were excited about it. I think there is this little piece of uncomfortableness for everyone. I think it's for women, it's for men. It's like, oh, she's saying going this. Going there. Like <laughs> yeah, she's going we're there. going there, exactly. Um, but then there's also this piece of like, oh yeah, right? We should be talking about this. And I think it's very interesting has been also like hearing feedback from moms, right? With their teens, um, how they already see the shame they have in school again around it too. And that it's still just really still there. Right. And mom, mom, like called to school and she realized like, Oh, I always call the school and call her and sick. So like this time she did it. And she was like, well, she's not sick, but she has her period. And like the daughter was actually like, what are you doing? Like, how, how dare you say that? Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just shown already at such a young age, actually when that already is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's just a lot to unpack there, right? And mm-hmm. I don't think there's a right or wrong, but just, let's just create an awareness, right? And let's start yeah. talking about it. And periods are normal. They're a sign of life or it means we're healthy, actually. And I think it's, um, yeah, it should just be a normal thing at the workplace or at school, wherever, mm-hmm. you know, wherever it is. It's interesting. I was thinking about the possibility, and I'm thinking about how if I was working somewhere in the offered moon days, how many people... I should say women would would potentially not take one because they don't want to look and I'm using air quotes weak right like is that yeah. part of it too it's like well uh, you know this this desire that we've internalized to want to be seen as equal to and yeah. now is it like you know did you ever have someone put forth the argument that now you know now it's sort of like something that the men can roll their eyes at you know what I mean? I, I think, yeah, I know what you mean. I think in our culture, that was not the case. We were also majority women. So I think that was different, right? We were probably always between somewhere 60, 80% women in the company. Um, but I think it was interesting because I think for men, I don't think so much they were rolling their eyes. I think it's more just the uncomfortableness of like really also just not understanding, right? Mm. They don't really, I don't even think they think about that. It might be painful or like that they know or... I mean, how many men don't even understand how a cycle works? And I don't even blame them because I'm like, but we don't talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. How would they know? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think there's this piece of like, let's start talking about it. So there's also an understanding. And then I saw this really funny video where they actually, they figured out that uh, period pain is basically the same as the pain of having a heart attack. And I'm so I'd like to, I'm pretty sure if a man has a heart attack, He's not going to sit in the office and pretend he's fine, mm-hmm. right? So, like, why do we do that to ourselves, actually? Yeah, the weak... Nikki, when you were talking about the um, feeling weak piece, um, it made me think of men who <clears throat> are nervous taking paternity leave. And this right. comes around yeah. Oh, yeah. as well. Like, it's the same sort of thing that I could imagine in certain workplaces. It would work in mine. I'm all, like, we have one man on our team, so we're all women. So yeah. moon days would be like, oh, yeah, like, everyone would love it. 
I may actually think about this <laughs> um, seriously, uh, but like in a lot of businesses, no. And then very much so with like men taking paternity leave and like a stigma that comes with that as well. And this like label of, oh, you're taking paternity leave kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's just interesting. The it, It's the same sort of feeling. We're trying to like feel like we have to be in order to be equal we can't have any sort of differences going yeah. back to your point, Crystal. And yeah. very much so. There are so many things that are very different that impact us. Yeah. Um, and I really feel that there's going to be the next space, right? Where it's not just us operating from our masculine and trying to be equal, but like, can we actually learn to also lean in the feminine and take the feminine to the workplace and kind of bring that magic, you know, to the table as well. And I, I mean, I don't have the answer of how we do this, but I really feel like that's, you know, the next 10, 20 years, like that's where we're going to be moving towards. Agree completely. And it's going to be very beneficial for so many businesses because of that. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. hundred yeah. well, percent. You're starting it. Thank Well, good for you for implementing that and uh, hopefully it catches on. I know. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what... What other tips can we like quickly leave listeners with before we sign off? Like any, I mean, any of the things that you, that a lot of times people like grab onto that would be helpful tips, superfood tips, whatever you want to kind of leave here. Um, and then also we'll include like where you can find your book and all those like good things. Yeah. Um, I think one thing I would love to share and kind of maybe make people think a little bit. It's like, what, what does health actually mean to you? And like, what is true health? And I think we, well, there is a tendency in a society that health is right away, the way you look it's your weight. Um, right. And there's this very, like almost a restrictive, right? Like I guess to count calories and like all these things. And I, I always just like to kind of reframe it of like, let's just take a second. Like health actually, right, is really about how do you feel? Can you do the things in your life that you want to do, right? And and just like, just feel really good every single day. Um, and that is where we should be striving towards, right? Not to look a certain way or have a certain weight. And I think once you shift your mindset and start focusing on that, I'm not saying you're not going to lose weight. You might, right? But I just shifting that focus and just focusing on really your health um, changes everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not about restriction. It's really about like, start focusing on what do you need to be adding more of? And it's kind of was the beginning of our conversation, right? Like we all need to eat more fruit and vegetables, right? And just start focusing on what you need more in your diet and what you need more of here in your life, right? Food is one component of health and then there are all these other pieces, and just start stacking them up, right? And like add more of them in. And it's funny enough is that sometimes in some of the stuff you don't need in your life or you don't need to be eating, you kind of just like crowd them out over time. Um, but I think it's a very different mindset versus like, I'm not allowed to do this. I cannot do this, mm-hmm. right? You always focus on what you cannot do. And I'm like, let's just start, start focusing on what we need to do more of or we need to be eating more of um, and really focus on how you feel. Uh, because your body is talking to you. It's talking, you know, when, you know, after a meal, like, how do you feel? Should be eating more of this or less of this? Um, same for friends, which, you know, people around you make you feel great, which don't. Like, I think there's this, this beauty really of just like learning to listen to your, you know, your own body again and, and, um, and trusting that, right? Trusting mm-hmm. that in the process. And, um, it's interesting because, there is this piece, right? If we try to control and we often feel like food is the enemy, 
uh, we get so stressed, right? But always it comes down to like eating less. I don't think it's about eating less. I think it's eating more of the right things. Um, and if you're so stressed about eating something, there's actually a cortisol goes up and, you know, like you actually store more fat. So I think just like, let's just all relax, take a deep breath. There are going to be days where you're going to be eating more, days you're going to be eating less. Um, but really, you know, just like go go with the flow in order to listen to yourself. I love that message. This is something that I say so often. And the advice, listen to your body, it is very confusing for a lot of people, especially yeah. women, because we're conditioned to disconnect. Oh, you have a period, disconnect, go pretend everything's fine. Go take an Advil or a Motrin or, oh, those high heel shoes look really good, but they really hurt. Well, you're just going to tune that out and suck it up and wear the high heels because they look good. Or you're going to shoehorn yourself into some really tight compression garments to suck everything in, even though it doesn't feel comfortable. Well, you look good, right? Like we disconnect from those sensations of hunger when we're on a diet. Like I was started wearing, this is a terrible thing. I remember I wore uniform to school and I started wearing control top nylons at 14. I was mm. a skinny chick. Okay. I still wore control top nylons because that's just what we all did to try to look even skinnier. I mean, it was the nineties, but still, you know what I mean? Like it's true though. I feel like the nineties yeah. were crazy, right? It's just all about getting skinnier, skinnier and skinnier. Yeah. And it's just always about the goal of not eating or something. Yes. It's just like, it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I feel it's gotten better, but like there is still a big diet culture out there. And if you look at the percentages of people being on a diet, right? Like they don't work right? It just doesn't work. Anything you do for a certain amount of time doesn't work. It's really truly about making lifestyle changes for a longer time. And it doesn't mean you have to change everything in a day, right? Just like step-by-step step start changing things and start to figure out what works for you. Mm -hmm. Because I think we're so used to look at the external and looking for the answer, like, oh, she has the answer or has she, he has the answer. Like, where's the answer? What are, what is she doing? Then I need to be doing this. It's like, no, we're all different. Right. And like, learn to like, figure it out for yourself and learn to listen to yourself and really, you know, like have the confidence in, you know, in your own gut feeling, right. We talked about your gut feeling, your body is talking to you. Mm -hmm. I really saying, you know, how you put, it's what you're adding in that you need, not what you're excluding and taking out like that piece is so important. And, and, and I'm sure you're absolutely right. Like you add in more good stuff the bad things will just slowly start to fall away and you'll just yeah. start to feel better and giving yourself that time to actually allow it to start working and, and starting to actually feel the difference. So, so many good tips. Thank you so much for coming on and, um, and dealing with all of our chaos. I don't have a <laughs> mic. Nikki Gamlet, like all the things. My age, my <laughs> age, bro. We're all doing great. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing great we're totally fine oh, um we got it together and uh and also congratulations on like just your amazing inspiring business story and i'm excited for you in this next chapter so thank, thank you. you for coming on today thank you for having me this was uh that was fun awesome Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at WeGoTherePodcast and check out WeGoTherePodcast.com for more info.